Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you're doing in this place, God. I thank you that years ago he said that we were on his map. <laughs> Hallelujah. We are on his map. He sees us. Yes, God. Whew. Well, we, we was praying this week for an increase. Increase. Increase in, in healing. Increase in the glory. That's, that's what we want. Is increase in the glory. Because in the glory, everything is. Everything. He said he will meet my needs according to his riches in the glory. I got to get in the glory. Amen. Well, I was praying, you know, and we're praying about increase. And y'all, I'm not kidding now. He said, what do you have to do for me to increase? And I said, God, they don't want to hear that. They don't hear that. Hey, John 30, I'm John 3, 30 says he must increase but I must decrease what the world does that mean what's that mean D-I-E <laughs> die my daddy used to say that, that the Christian life is an invitation to die and I, I was like, what? I didn't get it. I did not get it. Atoll. Atoll. We Southern. But he said, what, what, what do you have to do if you want me to increase? If you want me to increase in the glory and you want me to increase in your finances and you want me to increase in your healing and you want me to increase in relationship, you want me to increase in intimacy, what do you have to do? I'm telling you, when we die, hey, <laughs> there's some resurrection power, and it don't come no other way. It don't come no other way but death. <laughs> Lest a grain of wheat fall to the ground and die, it abides alone. What the world, If that means if I, you know I'm a grain of wheat. Y'all are a kernel of corn. And if I refuse to die, then I abide alone. I'm going to be sitting there by myself. That means I ain't going to have no God. His presence ain't going to be on me. We just got to talk plain, okay? Because I said Jesus didn't want to hear this word. <laughs> we got to die. And if I don't deny my flesh, 
Paul said, I die daily. That means every day you get up, you got to die. Every day. I sometimes don't die too good. I have a strong inclination to live. Come on. Because I was created to have dominion. That's what I'm created for is dominion over the fishes <laughs> and the birds and all them creeps. Okay? That's, I have dominion over that. I ain't got dominion over my people. I don't have dominion over people. And that ain't dying to yourself when you want to run people. But God, I just want them to serve you. I just want them to do right. God, I just want them to get out of that sin, and I want them to come in and do right. Mm -mm, I ain't got no dominion over no people. None whatsoever. And I have to decrease so that he can increase. And I stand on the word of God because he says that me and my household, me and my household shall be saved. But I'm going to have to die. I got to die to something. In the name of Jesus, I got to die to all these emotions, all of these feelings, all of these desires. I have to die to my flesh. I got to die. Okay. Hey. Woo. I, got, I actually have like 47 scriptures. I know we'll keep y'all that long. I don't know. Thank you, Jesus. So I'm just going to tell y'all some of them. Revelation 19, 7 and 8. <laughs> that's what, hey, y'all, that's where we're headed. That's what we want. That right there <laughs> is the culmination of me dying. Huh? Oh, that's why I'm going to die. That's why I'm going to die to this flesh because I intend to be the bride of Christ. I intend to be the bride of Christ. You don't want to, that's okay. That's between you and God. But I am going to be the bride of Christ. And I know, I know the devil just said persecution comes for the word. <laughs> I know he does. I know he does. And I hope and pray that I recognize you when you rear your head. Come on. It says that the wife makes herself ready. And she's clothed in white, fine linen. And that is the righteous acts of the saints. Hmm. You also know there ain't no righteousness in me. So how the world am I going to have righteous acts? How? If, if my righteousness is filthy rags. That's what Isaiah says. So everything that I can do trying to be a goody good is filthy rags. There ain't nothing good in me. He says my heart is deceitfully wicked above all things. And there ain't nothing good in me. So what the world? What I'm going to do? <laughs> kind of sounds a little hopeless, don't it? That there ain't nothing good in me. Yet I got to have righteous acts in order to be the bride of Christ. So, we got to die. 
got to die to what I want. I got to die. Because he's got to increase. See, when we get saved, this is the way it's supposed to be. When we get saved, we start on a process. A process. I'm going through the process. There's a process that I go through. And the culmination of that process is when that trumpet sounds. Whatever how it's going to do. That did sound a little bit like. Didn't it? it could be. It could be. But when that trumpet sounds, then I am going to be already ready. Already ready. That's the process. And how do I, how do I work the process? Glory. <laughs> glory to glory to glory. He, sa he said, if I can find it, because I wrote it down, y'all, but y'all know how that goes with me. I write scriptures down and I don't know where they at. Whew, do all that studying and then I can't find them. Hey, thank you, Jesus. But he says that we behold unveiled, our faces unveiled, and we behold him in a mirror. In a mirror. <laughs> and I'm supposed to be changed into that image. From glory to glory. I'm changed into that image. Okay? All right. Now, now, now I want to I go somewhere. I want to go somewhere right here. Let's go over to Romans 3. Because this, this scripture was said a while ago. And I said, well, thank you, Jesus. Whew. We use this scripture a lot in um, salvation, for salvation. But Romans 3, 23 says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We use that, we use that for salvation. Whoa. But the word sinned means I missed the mark. I mean, that's what sin means. I missed the mark. You know, you know let's just put it down a little bit more in our language, what sin means. I give to my flesh. I yielded to my want. I did what I wanted to do. I ain't, you know, not what God said. I ain't even talking to God. I'm going to do what I want. Or I do talk to God, and he tells me to do something that causes me to decrease. Because <laughs> he's going to tell you that every time. Whenever we're pulling on finances, whenever we're pulling on increase in our finances, you know what he's fixing to tell you to do? Give it, give all your money. That's what he's going to take. You know why? Because I got to decrease. I got to die. I got to let go of me trusting my finances. I got to let go of me trusting that my husband is going to be the one that takes care of me. I got to let go of that. So I got to die in that area. Amen. For all have sinned, they've missed the mark, they've yielded to their flesh, and come short of the glory of God. Well, y'all know what that word short means. It don't mean little in stature, <laughs> like me. It don't mean that. And whenever I saw what it meant, I went, ooh, ouch. It means fail to partake. I'll let that sink in for just a second. He said, you have all yielded to your flesh, and you have failed to partake of my glory. 
We have all, we all yield to our flesh. We all give. We all vent to that anger. We all throw fits, be 47, and act like a two-year-old. That's what we do. That's yielding to my flesh. We all yield to our flesh, and we fail to partake of the glory. <laughs> I don't want to fail <laughs> to partake of the glory because I do not get changed in anything but the glory. So we can sit here and we can say, I'm going to be better. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be a better person. I'm going to stop using. I'm going to start going to church. Mm. I'm going to put on worship music. Mm, come on now. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. <laughs> Guess what we finna do? Fall. We fixing to fall. And you know that there's a there's a a new thing that's going around in the church, not this church, but in churches. And it says that I got to be a better me. I need to be a better me. I need to find out how to be a better me. And if I follow these 12, 12 steps, I can be a better me. That's new age. That's new age. That's devil. And it is creeping into the churches. It is seeker sensitive. It is people just wanting a good word, tickle my ear, where the world, and that ain't God. Give me a word to pump me up, make me feel good. And then I go out here and, and I'm going to cuss like a sailor tomorrow. And I'm going to look at me some pornography tonight. Come on. I'm going to be studying my woman, be studying my man. I ain't studying God. There ain't no conviction anywhere, anywhere. The only place where there's conviction is where the word of God is preached under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And change can come to us when we grab a hold of the glory of God. When we grab a hold, I don't want to fail to partake of the glory. So every single time, every single time I come to him in worship, whether it's corporately or whether I'm by myself in my car at 2 o'clock in the morning, I need his glory. I got to have his glory. I cannot be what I'm supposed to be without his glory. His glory is what changes me. He said if I would look into the face of God, I would be changed into his image. That is where we're headed. My goal is to not be a better me. My goal is to be him. To be him. And I know I just felt that little thing. You, you, can't, you ain't never going to be him. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. If I'll grab a hold of his glory and I'll sit in his glory and I'll bask in his glory and I will decrease when he tells me to. See, that's what we don't do. Sometimes we can sit and we can worship, but we ain't connected with no glory. I'm still in my head. I don't touch his glory until I lose control. 
till I lose my, that's decrease, that's die, that's die. And so many of us, we don't want to die in front of nobody. I don't want to, you know, because I take a chance. I got to take a chance that this is going to be, you know, right or not, or he's going to do something after. That's walking by faith. We don't know what he's fixing to do. Amen? So I got, I got to grab a hold of that glory. And only in that glory am I changed. Only in the glory. Ain't no 12-step nothing going to change me. It might for a minute. And thank God, you know, there's, there's help for, for a while. But you best get to Jesus. You best get to Jesus or you're going to have a problem. Hmm. Whew, thank you, Jesus. And then I saw in John 17, 22, it, he said, Jesus is praying, you know, for us to become one with each other and with him. And he said in verse 22, the same glory that you gave me, I give them. The same glory that the Father gave Jesus. Let me look at that. Because that's the same. <laughs> Woo. The same. It's doxa. It's kabod. You know, in, in, the, in the Hebrew, they call it kabod. And that's the weighty presence of God. The very presence of God. Like a blanket comes and sits on you. I heard um, Pastor John Kilpatrick talking about the glory. And, you know, that wonderful revival that was in Brownsville, Pensacola, Florida. And he said, he said he literally felt when that, when the glory came in that he weighed like four or five hundred pounds and it was pushing him through the floor. That's glory. That's the weight of God. I'm supposed to experience. Because God ain't holding nothing back from me. He said he would withhold no good thing for those who walk uprightly before him. So the glory's mine. He already gave it to me. It said right there in John 17, 22, the same glory. This is Jesus talking. The same glory, Father, that you gave me, I give to them. And that glory, its presence, its majesty, its weightiness, its brightness, and its grace. Grace. We got a mixed up thought about grace, too. Grace is not that God turns his head at my sin. That is not grace. That is a doctrine of devils. It's a doctrine of devils. God does not turn his head and wink at my sin because he knows my heart. Yes, he does. He knows my heart. He knows it is deceitfully wicked above all things. And I will use and abuse him if I can. That's what he knows. <laughs> so he gave me his grace. Grace is the ability, it's his strength, it's his power, it's the ability to do what he's telling me to do, which is die. <laughs> Come on now. That's what he's telling me to do, and he gives me the ability. See, that's what Jesus had to do when he walked on this earth. That's what he had to do. God gave him his glory so that he could do what he had to do, because what he had to do was hard. I mean, he sweat drops of blood when he was in that garden that night, and he was saying, God, Father, 
If there's any other way, if there's any other way, let me do that. And then he said, no, it's not my will. It's your will. And I want your will to be done. And that's exactly where we have to be. If we want him to increase in our home, if we want him to increase in our finances, increase in my health, increase in glory, then I have to, I have to die. I have to die. Thank you, Jesus. I have to die. I just got to die, y'all. Because I want him to increase. I want to be clothed with the glory. Because we was listening again, and, 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 and in, in the Garden of Eden, they were naked. And they didn't even care. They didn't even know. They weren't even thinking about They were not thinking about their self. And so when that glory comes on me, I don't think about me no more. It ain't about me. It ain't about my problems. It ain't about what's going on in my life. It's not about that. It's about him. But one thing that I saw was there's a purpose for the glory. And it's not just for me to roll around and laugh and feel good, although y'all know that it's my favorite. Y'all know that I like that. But there's a purpose for it. And that purpose is to change me into his image. That when I walk into Walmart and someone needs a touch from God, he don't have to tell me more than once. <laughs> I know I'm talking to myself right now. He don't have to tell me more than once. I'll go up there and I'll put myself out there and I'll say whatever he's saying for me to say. I got to decrease. If I want him to increase. We got a precious couple that's fixing to get married here in two weeks. So excited for them. But you got to decrease. <laughs> you got to decrease. Both of you. Both of you. Have to decrease if we want God to increase. I want you. I want you to increase. Romans 8, go read it. Go read Romans 6, 7, and 8. All it talks about is life in the flesh or life in the spirit. Life in the flesh brings death. Not the kind of death I'm talking about. I mean, the kind of death I'm dying be alone. That kind of death. But if we, but if we walk by the spirit of God, if, we, if we'll connect with him and die to myself, Die to my feelings, die to my desires, die to my wants, and only want what he is saying and what he wants. Then there's going to be life. Then there's going to be life. He said if a grain of wheat would fall to the ground and die, it would bear much fruit. Much fruit. Much fruit. That means there's going to be increase in my life. That means every single thing that I need is coming my way. Everything. But I got to die first. I got to die. Thank you, Jesus. I got to die. I can't say it enough. I got to die. 
Y'all know I'm gonna have to die this week. You know I am. I gotta die. That's okay. It's okay. Because I want him. I want his way. Oh, I, we talked about that book he wrote about us. There's a book wrote about me. He wrote it before the foundations of the world. And in it, he said he lined out every day of my life before any of them ever happened. Hmm. Ha ha. And I want the fulfillment of that book. Because when I hear that trumpet or ever how we go, but I figure I'm going to go with the rapture. I'm going to go when that trumpet sounds. I ain't dying. I'm going to go. And whenever I get there, I want him to open my book and say, girl, <laughs> you did it. You did everything I wrote about you. You added a thing or two, but you did it. Hallelujah. Well done. You did a good job. Come on in. That's what I want him to say to me. But I have to die. And I know, I know, I know, I know. We preach die around here for 20 years. 20 years we preach die. But guess what? We got to die. <laughs> and there's a whole new crop of folks coming in, and I get to say, you got to die. <laughs> you got to die to your flesh. You got to die to your desires. You got to die to your wants. You got to die to your needs. You got to die. But if you'll die, he's going to bring life. Hallelujah. He's going to bring life. And life that, that we can't even imagine. He said he would do exceedingly abundantly above what I can think or ask. But I got to die. <laughs> and I say that with a smile on my face. I got to die. But when I die, <laughs> yes, resurrection. Jesus died. And then he arose. And that's where the power is at. It's in the resurrection. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know what time it is. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. <laughs> it's time to die. It is time to die. Everybody that wants to die, come to the altar. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We have to die to our flesh, die to our desires. And God, and this is what I just want to pray. I want to pray, Father, forgive me. Forgive me for yielding to my flesh. Forgive me, God, for not denying my flesh and my desires. Forgive me, God, for not dying to myself and, and, and failing to partake of your glory. Forgive me, God. And now I open myself up to you, Lord, and I ask you, because of the grace that you have given me to die, I partake of that right there. I partake of it, and I pull that thing into me. And I thank you, God. I thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, that you did everything that needed to be done on that cross. You did every single thing that I need, Lord, in order to die to my flesh. You did it, and I can do it. You did it, so I can do it. You did it. 
He died, literally died to his flesh. He's just asking me to die to some emotions. He's just asking me to die to some desires. That's all. He ain't asking me to hang on no tree, y'all. He is not asking me to do that. But if he does, I want to be willing. Amen? So I thank you, Jesus. We open ourselves up to you. We open ourselves up to you. And if you want prayer, if you want prayer, that God would open that he would open the revelation that he has given us grace, that he has given us that same glory that Jesus Christ had in order to die to our flesh. If you want prayer, then I'm just going to come into agreement with you, and God's going to do a work. He's going to do a work. He's going to show us how to get in his glory, how to stay in his glory until we're changed, until change comes in the name of Jesus. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed. In Jesus' name.